Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Praise God. It's great to be back with you folks. We love you. We're honored, honored that you would take this time to turn your radio on, to turn your podcast on, just to be with us. And uh, that always fires us up. And here I am with my friend, Stephanie Wesco, as always. And uh, Stephanie, this week, you kind of caught us up on the family. You kind of caught us up on Thor, the amazing dog. Uh, Catch us up on your ministry. What's going on ministry-wise with you these days? Wow. Well, um, still busy doing a lot of um, one-on-one texting, talking to ladies. Um, obviously, podcasts are a huge part of the ministry. Yeah. Just seeking, you know, I just, I was out in Wyoming recently, started out a vacation, turned into a ministry trip. That was wonderful. Um, yeah. It's just, I guess ministry for me is just whatever doors God opens, seeking to walk through them and serve him and glorify him. Um, because boy, the me, the me isn't very happy sometimes with it, but God opens doors and gives grace when I choose to obey. So, yeah, yeah, he does. And, 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 you know, that's what ministry looks like. It's opportunity and open door to open door to opportunity to this, to that, to helping these dear sweet ladies who've been through the fire. A lot of times, you know, over in second Corinthians chapter one, it talks about helping those, you know, uh, that have been through the junk you've been through, right? And uh, uh, Paul goes on to say that he dealt with a few afflictions himself, so you're not alone. You know, by the time you get done with Second Corinthians, it's an autobiographical inspired word of God of Paul's life. And he's talking about, you know, I got this thorn in my side. I went to the Lord and said, Lord, will you take it away? And the Lord said no. So I asked him again. He said no. Uh, three times, I think he asked him. Then he came along and said, but my grace is sufficient for you. And so we need to be healing out there, friends. And we heal by helping and and uh, helping others and stepping out and doing lots of things. And and uh, Stephanie's ministry is a picture of healing and helping. And I think all of us, if we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, every one of us has a ministry. And uh, it doesn't you know it may not be the full time pastor or uh, full time missionary, but you have a ministry. You're certainly able to invite people to church to encourage people who go to church with you. Um, you know, that's pretty cool stuff right there. And, mm. uh, you know, being able to encourage people and help people and love people and all that. So that's pretty cool. And, uh, but here we are, we're on Psalm 102. We got a couple segments we do ahead of time. Now, do you want me to do the first one, Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead if, or do you got something that's just right there? Wow. Well, you might be a knucklehead if you arrive at the airport late. Yeah. In that from personal experience, because I felt like the biggest knucklehead. Wow. So did you miss a flight or something? What happened? The flight. I just got there later than I should have gotten there. But you're always running late. That's kind of who you are. 
Yeah. Not normal air, not, well, I, I should say this. Don't listen to people when they say, oh, you don't have to get there two hours early. They did don't that listen. to me in Sheridan, Wyoming, and the plane took off without me. Well, they didn't take off without me, but I, I was, I was definitely the last one to board. And that was, that, that made me feel like a big knucklehead. So don't do that. Yeah. When you look in the mirror and your head looks like a knuckle, you've done the wrong thing. And right. uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, food that's right with God. So Stephanie did the last one on that. So I got to tell you, I have beef issues. Boy, when you start talking about prime ribs, short ribs, filet mignon, sirloin steaks, I don't care. I never met a good choice or prime piece of meat that I did not like. Now, the scrap meat that you get out of milk cows and stuff that they sell at the store for almost nothing, you know, I can live without that. But when you're dealing with choice of prime from those young cows who gave their life just for me, I'm all about that. So food that's right with God is steak. doesn't matter what form it's in. If it's choice of prime, I'm eating it. That's all I want you to know. Uh, thank you. It's definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 So here we are in Psalm number 102. And there's stuff going on here, Stephanie. And in Psalm 102, it's a penitential psalm. It's a messianic psalm. Uh, there's a lot of verses. We won't get to the messianic stuff until tomorrow. But we are going to cover, <clears throat> excuse me, we are going to cover the first, the first 14 verses of Psalm 102, and there's a lot going on here, a lot of cool stuff. Uh, so it starts talking about the change in circumstances of life, and boy, don't we go through that in these mm. beginning of this psalm. It says, hear my prayer, O Lord, and uh, I, I like that we're afflicted, that, you know, that we're coming to God and we're giving him our prayer. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let me cry, let my cry come unto thee. Hide not the face from me in thy day when I am in trouble. Incline thy ear unto me in the day when I uh, call, answer me speedily. For my days are consumed like smoke. My bones are burned as in a hearth. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of voice or my groaning of my bones cleave to my skin. I will. I am like a pelican of wilderness. I am like an owl of desert. I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Mine enemies reproach me all the day, and they that are mad against me are sworn against me. For I have eaten ashes like bread and mingled my drink with weeping. Because of thine indication and thy wrath, for thou hast lifted me up and cast me down. My days are like a shadow that declineth, and I am withered like grass. But thou, O Lord, shall endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones, and favor the dust thereof. And here we are, Stephanie, and He's talking, you know, he's telling God what he is. And again, this is one of those psalms, you know, a penitential psalm, junk he's going through, bad stuff um, that we all go through. And, yeah. and boy, it's a good thing to pray out things we're going through to God. I mean, when you heard those first 14 verses, what came to your mind? Wow. Um, I see someone who's seriously battling depression. Um, someone who's hit rock bottom 
um, I think of, you know, anyone who's been through a traumatic experience, someone who's been left in shock, um, they're left. I think I see a lot of what, how it's affecting him physically. And it's, it's had a serious, as I go, as you go into this Psalm, um, it's had a serious effect on him. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing that we can do the same thing as almost did. We can come to the Lord and cry unto him. Um, verse one says, hear my prayer, o Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. There is a sense in which that crying, I don't believe this is someone who's just calm, peaceful, everything's, you know, saintly, halo on the head, um, kneeling in a white robe. No, this is someone who's left in dust and ashes. This is someone who feels like they're broken into a million pieces. This is someone who's at rock bottom and they're crying. Um, and that's okay. Um, God, I think, gave us psalms like this. This is this is an inspired psalm. And throughout this psalm, I see praise to God intermingled with begging God to intervene on this person's behalf. And just being honest with God. Yeah. And, you know, God knows who we are. He already knows what we're struggling with. None of it takes him by surprise. Being willing to be honest. Verse 4, my heart is bitten, smitten and withered like grass so that I forget to eat my bread. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. This guy is in bad shape. And he's just letting God know, this is where I am, God. And, um, yeah. you know, come to the Lord that way. And he is a father who pities his children. and. That's a beautiful thing to me. Yeah. I, you know what I think? I think there's a prosperity gospel or prosperity preaching or sideways preaching out there that says, love yourself, teach yourself to love yourself. Uh, I think that your bodies, I think we're already where we love ourselves. I think understanding whether we love more than we hate of ourselves comes with a relationship with God. I think God takes care of all that. I don't think I got to spend eight hours a day wondering if I love myself enough, wondering mm. if that, you know, because this part of my body looks a little bit odd or my face was smashed and I've had some surgeries. Do I hate myself? I mean, you can sit around and, and, and go through this juju every day of your life, mm -hmm. or you can just write down everything that really hurts you and pray them one at a time to God. And yeah. I, and I think that's what the psalmist is doing here. I think he's saying, you know, first he's coming out saying, hear me, God, hear my prayer. And then hide not thy face from me in this day when I'm in trouble, incline thy ear to me and I will and answer me speedily. And then it says, and right away he said, my days are consumed like smoke. My bones are burned as in a hearth. And, you know, the, a hearth for a, uh, uh, what, a blacksmith, right? You're getting that real hot and mm. uh, uh, and melting the steel and molten the steel. And, and he's comparing his bones are burned in one of them. My heart is smitten, withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. I'm not even hungry. I'm going through some junk. This is a person, Stephanie, going through some junk. Yeah. This is a yeah. person, you know, I really do I forget to eat my whole life. You know, in all these years of my life, really do I forget to eat. Now, I have. I mean, when I'm down, I mean, I can go a whole day and say 10 o'clock at night, why do I got a hair, you know, a headache? Why do I have... Uh, you know, a stomachache, whatever the case may be. And then, oh boy, I didn't eat, you know? And uh, 
So I think, I think that's what's going on. And he says, by reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. Wow, he's all skinnied out. He's not eating. He's not feeling good. He's not working out. He's not. Boy, if this isn't a picture of somebody in the midst of a battle with their stressor or trauma with PTSD. And can I tell you that, you know, I, I've known a lot of folks that unfortunately have been molested and things like that. We help a lot of women, a couple guys. And uh, it's certainly not a, there's no immunity from idiots. And I'll tell you, if there's one thing that, that women that get raped do and men that get raped do is they don't take care of themselves. They view it as, uh, you know, I have been violated. I'm not worth anything. And let me, to the contrary, you're worth everything to God. He loved you so much he died for you. And if there's one moron raped you, hurt you physically, whatever the case may be, those of us uh, who've been hurt in other ways with PTSD, those of us who've been hurt in those ways with PTSD, whatever the case may be, we need to take the time to focus on the uh, worshiping God, to praying these things out to God, to doing those things. I'm like a pelican of the wilderness. I am like an owl of the desert. You know, there's not much out there for them. I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. Mine enemies reproach me all day, and they are mad against me and sworn against me. Uh, for I have eaten ashes like bread and mingled my drink with weeping because of thine indignation and thy wrath. For thy has lifted me up and cast me down. He's going, he's saying, I'm like this pelican. There's no food for me to eat. I'm like an owl in the desert. I'm just going to burn up. I watch and am as a sparrow alone on the housetop. I'm all alone. I'm lonely. I got nothing going on. And uh, they're going to shoo me away. Mine enemies reproach me all the day. And, you know, haven't we had these pity parties, Stephanie? I, I've been there. Yeah. Here's the cool thing. He's having his pity party with God. He's not coming to people heavy. He's going to God. And he's saying, God, I got this junk. I'm going through this stuff. And uh, and I think that's cool. I think that's, yeah. yeah. And well, that's supposed yeah. to go to, you know, we're supposed to come before the Lord with those things. He's told us, cast thy burden. Um, I see in Psalm 102 the, the fulfillment of, of where Jesus said, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. Um, this guy, this psalmist is obviously carrying a very heavy burden and he's casting it on the Lord. And that's, that is, that's what we're supposed to do. It's exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And, uh, it's just giving it to the Lord. I mean, and you were there, right? Not that long ago, a couple and a half years ago. And, and, you know, here's the thing, uh, you know, when I first listened to Stephanie and again, we're open books we pick on each other and talk about what we've been through and stuff because that's what we're here for. That's why we do this podcast, Help the Wounded Spirits. We're wounded spirits. We want to help you out. When I first met Stephanie, she was in a place where a lot of this junk was going on. Uh, in 1994, 93, 95, I was where the psalmist is right now. So I know, I guess I'm saying all that to say this, we know that some people listening to us right now, they feel like that sparrow. They feel like an owl in the desert. Their heart is smitten. They're withered like grass. They're losing weight. They're not eating the way they should be. They're, they're indignation, you know. And uh, uh, But then it says, Because of thine indignation and thy wrath, for thou hast lifted me up and cast me down. My days are like a shadow that clineth, and I'm withered like grass. But thou, there in verse 12, O Lord, shall endure forever in the remembrance unto all generations. You know what he's saying, Stephanie? I'm all these things, but I have a God who's not. Yeah. 
I have a God who can lift me up from all this junk. It doesn't matter where I am today, what I'm going through today. I have a God that can lift me up. And look at those last two verses and what we're covering today, 13 and 14. Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come for thy servants take pleasure in her stones in favor in the dust thereof. You know, I, I think, I think the main goal for me, the main goal for me here in, in Psalm 102, especially in the beginning is circumstances in life keep on changing, Stephanie. You know, we get older, you got those liver tumor things going on. You've got, uh, uh, you've got back pain, you know, we were in that accident. I mean, all these different things and, and we, we're changing, but there's one thing and the goal that we need to have is to realize this one thing. There's one secret of life and that secret is God never changes. We're yeah. going to change. He's still going to be our savior. He's still going to be the one who loves us most. He's still going to be the guider. He's still going to be our guide. He's still going to take us to where we're going. God doesn't change. How does that help somebody to lock that into our memories? Well, I think when, when that stays our focus, that God is still God, I think it'll give us a reason to take the next step. It'll give you a reason to say, okay, God, I'm claiming your promise that your grace is sufficient, that your strength is made perfect in my weakness. And because you're still God, I'm going to serve you because you're still God. I'm not going to turn my back on you because you're not turning your back on me. And I think it's a by faith walk. Um, I think verses verse 12 is a verse of faith. Mm. Um, because we don't always see what God's doing, but we can trust him. And we, we're not, God doesn't give us a choice. He's going to do what he's going to do. Um, so if we want to live a life of joy and peace, we have to trust him even in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. And even when things, even when it doesn't seem right, uh, when we trust him, everything gets right. And uh, sometimes we, we don't give the little things to God even. You know, I think as a society, we're just kind of taught to handle the little things. But you know what happens with little things? You keep on throwing little things in the box, and sooner or later the box is full. And so we got to go to God with everything. You know, we go to God when we're lonely. We go to God when we're hurt. And we go to God when we feel like somebody has uh, talked bad about us. We go to God when uh, our kids are ignoring us. We go to God when our family are knuckleheads. We go to God when we don't feel good. We go to God. I mean, any lesson at all is we have a change in things in our life. They're going to keep changing the older. You know, getting older is not for sissies. Um, and uh, I just think that God never changes and that God's always going to be there for us. So what verse do you have to close this out? Uh, why don't you give us, can you give us one verse? And see, I always surprise Stephanie with this, but she did a great rendition of Does Jesus Care? Can you give us a verse of that? Do you remember the first verse of that? Sure, I think so. Okay. Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mirth and song? As the burdens press and the cares distress and the way grows weary and long, 
Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are weary, the long nights dreary, I know my Savior cares. He does care, friends. Go to him with every one of these junky things you're going through. Give it to him. He'll give you strength. He'll, oh man, he'll just get you through it. Pray out those things you're going through. Write them down on a piece of paper and say, I'm going through this today. I'm going through this. I'm going through this. I'm going through this. Give them to God. Let the Holy Spirit of God work through your heart. And you know what? He will. He will. We sure do love you folks. If you need anything from us, make sure you find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits. We'll be glad to have you back tomorrow morning. Invite a friend. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.